unless you've been living in a cave with no connection with the world or under a rock, uh, you certainly understand that this last year has been a year of a lot of bad news. We believe that he lives with us and for us and can truly transform our lives. So when we gather here to celebrate Easter, we're not just kind of remembering something that happened 2,000 years ago. The whole point is what happened 2,000 years ago means he lives and he still lives with us and for us. And so the grace, the life, the power of his spirit that he brought 2,000 years ago is still ours for the asking. God is with us. He lives for us in and through his church. And the church which proclaims the truth of the gospel, celebrates the beauty of the sacraments, and lives the life of goodness, of love, of charity for one another. My friend, friends, ultimately, this is what life comes down to, right? If we don't have to be then disillusioned by bad news, we don't have to be slaves to our passions and our attachments and our sins. We don't have to give in to sadness and despair. If Jesus can conquer death itself, he can conquer any evil. He can forgive any sin of it. He can help us dominate any passion. He can help us vanquish. Yes, my friends, ultimately Jesus is our only hope. You see, for those who believe in Christ, life leads to everlasting life. For those who don't believe, life just ends in death. That's all there is to it. We just rot in the tomb and there's no life afterwards and we cease to exist. But for those who do believe in Jesus Christ, that he is the resurrection and the life, that he has risen from the dead, conquering death and offering us the same possibility, for those who believe, death ends in life, eternal life. And so there is hope for this life. Otherwise, what's the point of studying and working and suffering and getting sick and toiling and it all ends with us just kind of rotting in the grave? When it comes down to it, this is the central fact of all the difference. That makes all the difference. That's the good news that we have been so blessed to hear and to share. That's the good news that we are required to share with others. Because again, there's so much bad news in the world, so much suffering, so many people who wander in darkness and in the shadow of death, perhaps even relatives and friends, work colleagues of ours. Let us share with them the good news that we have received. And in fact, if we really have experienced that healing, that peace and joy that Jesus gives us, we're going to not be able to keep that to ourselves. We cannot not but share that with others, especially when we see that they're suffering. Reach out to them and say, you know, I have good news for you. I have a way that you can experience the forgiveness of your sins and healing and peace and joy. Give your heart to Jesus. That's where I've found peace and joy. My friends, I have good news for you. Jesus lives, and he lives with us and for us. If only we open our hearts to him through prayer, through meditating his word, through receiving and celebrating him in the sacraments, through showing his love and mercy to others. Let us live for him and with him who lives for us and with us. Amen? amen. Can I get an amen from the church? Amen. Hallelujah.